Achievers Mindset Podcast. How integrity builds your reputation. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Achievers Mindset Podcast. Today, I have another wonderful guest, Clayton M. Coke. And Clayton is, well, successful entrepreneur. He founded his company 20 years ago. He's still running it successfully. And along the way, he's got some other ventures that he started, but that's something that he's going to tell you about. So, Clayton, thank you very much for taking my invitation and being here. Uh, welcome to the show. Michal, it's an absolute pleasure and thank you very much for inviting me. Well, so Clayton, as I promised already listeners that you're going to tell a bit more about what you do and uh, who you are generally, please tell us a little bit, tell us what you think is important for people to know and tell us a bit what your company does and what the other ventures are about. Indeed, thank you, Michal. Basically, my name's Clayton M. Koch. I'm the founder and managing director, principally of PRMS Limited. We are a late payment management and debt recovery company. We're based in the city of London, and we've been established now for 20 years, coming up to 21 years next year. Mm. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I have been in business, again, only for the 20 years, but in that time, there's been a lot of learnings going on, and some of that we'll discuss, Michal, and I'll tell you some stories that may make you Perfect. laugh and may make you cry. It, it depends on which oh. one. <laughs> not, not on vision, please. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, it's not, <laughs> no, no. I know you don't want people to see you cry. I'll cry. I'll cry for you. Don't, don't, don't worry. I'll cry for oh, you. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> but luckily, we've been in a position to grow our business because. I think we've been aware of how businesses can succeed and how businesses can fail. And for a lot of people now, especially younger people, a lot of people seem to think you just start a business today and you are successful a year later and yeah. then you retire a year after that. Well, I tell you, it's not just now. It was before as well, because when I started my business in 2011, straight away, I well, bought five different websites to describe different areas of my service. And uh, I had uh, five websites. It was HTML before. It wasn't like now on, on mobiles that they scale. It was no WordPress, nothing like it. I spent a lot of money and I have beautiful websites and zero clients. Oh, so I'm happened. one of those cases. That reminds me of a story when we first started. And... I realized that in order to build our business, because when you deal with things like late payments and debt recovery, you need to build trust. Definitely. And trust is incredibly important. And I have to be honest with you, I've never run a business before. Never run a business. Um, and nobody in my family had run a business before. But I, my background was in law. I trained as a legal exec, I trained as a mediator, and I'd realized that there came a point where I wanted to move away from the law. But every time I kept trying to get 
jobs, they kept on saying, oh, you used to be a lawyer. And I would try and hide and pretend that I didn't do that anymore. But I just kept on being dragged into it. So to cut a very long story short, one day I was I went to an agency that specialized in getting people jobs. And one of the jobs that they had was to do debt recovery and debt collection for a nursing agency. And it was an agency for nurses, doctors, care and health assistants. And they said, oh, we've got all this debt. Would you like to go to this agency and, and help them? And I thought, I better get some money in because money was running a bit low now. So yeah. I, I had to fall back on what I knew. So I went along and they said, right, here's a desk. Here's the files. Here's a phone. You need to start getting this money. So I went in and basically I stayed. I was supposed to stay for three months. I stayed there for 18 months, nearly two years. And they came to me one day and said, well, we've got some good news and bad news. We've got some, the good news is that you've done your task and you've recovered, you know, near, uh, near a million pounds. However, the downside is you don't have a job anymore because there's no more work to be done. Yeah. So I said, well, do you know something? This is good. I've achieved what I set out to achieve, but maybe I found now my career path. And maybe Perfect. this is, I could make a business out of this. So from that point, I then basically decided to set up PRMS. And I then said to myself, well, this is great, but I've heard about this thing called networking. And I, 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 I knew that it existed, but I didn't know much about it. So I started to go along to networking meetings, Chamber of Commerce. Um, I think BNI had been set up then, but I hadn't actually gone to one of those yet. So I'd started to get involved and I joined the London Chamber of Commerce. And that was great because this was fantastic. I was going to fancy places. I was drinking fine wine. So this is pre-Instagram, pre-Twitter, pre-Facebook. So there's no yeah. pictures of that time. Uh, so, that's that's yeah. bad because you could, you could be now influencer, just posting the pictures and, exactly. and that's it. Yes, yeah, I could I could have been an influencer, but I, I, I went to these places and I remember at the London Chamber of Commerce, they said, oh, we've got a magazine. And, you know, if you put yourself in the magazine, you know, you're good. You could get loads of clients. And at that time, I was just starting. Mm. So it was, I think it was nearly, I think it was between a thousand and thirteen hundred pounds for this one advert. And it was just a that size advert. In the, mm. on the front page, but a, a lower banner advert. And that was a massive amount of money for me at that time because I wasn't really earning and I had no clients. So I said, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be on the London Chamber of Commerce and everybody's going to know who I am and I'm, I'm going to be making so much money. I'll be, I'll, I'll, this will pay for itself 10 times over. Michal, I can tell you honestly, 20 years later, I've never had one single call from that advert. I know the feeling. <laughs> it wasn't, uh, well, maybe that famous magazine, but uh, yes, I did invest in a few and they supposed to be so good, but uh, well, I reckon they only good for people who are printing them. Yes. Yes. And I think that's what we learned. I think one of the, that's, a, that's one of the key takeaways to start off for today, that just because people approach you and many, many people mm. will approach you, 
those people are in sales. They're not in business growth. Yes. They're interested in selling their product. But once their product is sold, mm -hmm. they move on to the next person. Yeah, and they move well, that's, that's, that's how it is. And I'm getting offers daily, I can say. Uh, on uh, we can promote you here, we can promote you there. And my reply, I have a copy-paste reply for that. Well, I only pay for the client commission-based uh, fee on clients that actually paid me. Other than that, you get nothing, no upfront payments, uh, no magic courses, no AI, no super hyper uh, magic advert tricks, nothing. I don't pay for that things. I paid for a client who paid me. Yeah. Do we have anything to talk about? <laughs> and they don't reply. They never do. Because no. the problem is a lot of times I get that same thing. And what, <clears throat> excuse me, what I get is we can get you referrals. And I'm, th no, they don't say referrals. The word that they use is leads. Leads. That's it. And they sometimes say, say warm leads yes that yes, means yeah. that they already looking for something yeah rubbish absolute rubbish at the end of the day leads mean nothing leads can if i go and look in the shop window and i look for 10 seconds because i like a suit or i like a tie or i like a pair of shoes that's a warm lead but i may not go back to buy that pair of shoes or that suit hmm. for two years i'm interested yeah but it doesn't mean that I'm going to buy it. I mean, the yeah. reality of it is, is that in, in my industry, a lot of people know that they should be chasing their debt. A lot of people know that what will happen with a lot of businesses, and I should explain a little bit more, the type of people that we deal with tend to be professional services. So they tend to be doctors, lawyers, architects, surveyors, maybe a dentist, uh, maybe an estate agent, those type of people. And so as a consequence, those kind of clients will have a, will have a certain attitude. They will be very good at their job. Yes. They'll be a very good architect, a very good surveyor. But when it comes to chasing money or looking at the invoices that are unpaid, they don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, they're uncomfortable with doing that because they've probably met somebody through introduction. They don't want to break the friendship. And that's something we need to talk about, that friendship isn't friendship in business. Wow. <laughs> uh, so as a consequence of that, they then let the debt pile up. And when the debt piles up, then we are then in a position where ultimately we have to then step in and try and recover that money. So that's what we would do as yeah. a business. So when you're dealing with companies like that, it's a lot of it is you can't necessarily rely on leads or warm leads because somebody either wants to fix their problem or they don't want to fix their problem. So to, for, to me, a warm lead would be, oh, my tooth is starting to um, uh, throb a bit. That's a warm lead. Yes. But the fact is... Because a you lead... need a dentist and you need it now. Yeah, but exactly. And that... the question is just which one you choose. Correct. Not whether you go there or not. Mm. Correct. Exactly, exactly. And that is a perfect response to that. And the difficulty is, is that most people come to me 
and they come to PRMS and they'll speak to one of my clients and uh, and or, or they'll speak to one of my colleagues and one of my colleagues will say, Clayton, we've got this guy here. And I said, he's not ready for us yet. He's not ready to go. He's not in enough pain in order to come to us. Yes. Because when you realize that you're owed 25,000 and you've got a VAT bill that's coming in, that's when you think, I need to call Clayton and his team. Because that's when toothache is, it's not about whether I, 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 I need this tooth out and I need a dentist and I need him now. Definitely. And that's perfect. But uh, that's something that causes a lot of stress, a lot of pressure. And I am going to ask you about that as well. Please. Uh, but first, just uh, because, well, you have your podcast as well. You Within your adventure, let's say, business adventure, there are some other things that you are doing. Tell us a few words about that as well before we move to 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 the part where where we need to deal with stress. Of course, yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that you learn in business, and I learned from a couple of my friends, um, Lisa Newton and Bella. I what I learned from them is that, and they're they're slightly younger, but the fact is, of having different business interests. So in terms of PRMS, that's my, my main business interest. But I also have Dialogue London, which is a podcasting company which manages various podcasts that we produce. The main podcast we produce at the moment is The Cashflow Show. And The Cashflow Show is a business podcast where we take on um, guests who are entrepreneurs and founders and find out about their journey in business. What did they do? How did they get there? How what were the struggles that they experienced? We want them to share the things that they did well, but also share the things that they did wrong. What made them want to start? What made them want to give up? And those are the things that are important to me because I want to spread a message, not of everybody gets rich and everybody's happy, but the fact is there is going to be struggle. There is going to be drama, but we can achieve something more. There's also, at the end of the day, apart from Dialogue London and the, the, the Cashflow show, we've also got Radiogram Records, which is a boutique record label, which provides um, small runs of um, uh, vinyl and compact discs for people that still buy those. We tend not to specialise too heavily in having things online because we we believe that having... Your, all your musical outputs. I, I, I'm a, a collector of records. I'm a collector of, of vinyl. I, I love uh, a physical medium. So therefore, I never got into streaming. I will listen to streaming in order to listen to a record that I can't get access to. Or I will listen to streaming in order to think of a record that I'd like to buy or a CD that I'd like to buy. So I, want, I believe that in the future, most people will say, I want to own that CD. I want to own that vinyl. I want to own that cassette. Because even cassettes are coming back because people yeah. want a physical medium. So that's what Radiogram Records is about. So all of these things are offshoots of what I've learned from my original business as at PRMS. So, and they're slightly more artistic because I like the artistic side. Because I, But I never believed, I didn't have enough experience in business in order to take on that. Because most people who do artistic endeavors, they very rarely make any money because they don't understand business. 
they could Unless be good. They have really good manager who actually cares about them. Then yes. Indeed, you are you are absolutely spot on because unfortunately we hear about the stories where the manager is not so nice. Yeah. And and that it doesn't work as well. So that has been my business journey mm. so far. Fantastic. So thank you very much for sharing that because it is amazing connection of a well, I would say cold business like uh, well recovering debts and uh, the really soft emotional artistic side indeed and indeed. it's and it's good to see the balance between those two uh, but still despite the balance there is stress there is pressure uh, they are difficult moments uh, what what about you then did you have a uh, some difficult moment that you especially remember and uh, well when you did uh, well how did you deal with it what did you do to to come out on top and and win your life i should say i think i would have to go back to my parents for that i was very very fortunate at the end of the day although i'm born in the uk and i've lived here all my life my parents are from jamaica in the caribbean and when we were growing up it was a very disciplined and very focused um situation very disciplined very focused my parents were very much the parents about responsibility doing household chores commitment things like that but also at the same time my mother was for example a person that said you need to pay the housekeeping that you pay into the house for you wait for when you stay here because when you leave here and you rent a house or you rent a room you can't afford not to pay your landlord. So these are the kind of things, disciplines that you learn over a period of time. So that gives you a certain mindset, but it helps, the mindset helps with dealing with the problems because with business, you start off and you realize, for example, the stress of, even though you are a business of recovering money and you don't know how long that takes because you've never done it as a business before, you realize that, hold on, this can take me three to six months to recover this money. So what am I going to do in the meantime? All my competitors are working on no win, no fee. I can't afford to work on no win, no fee because they're bigger established businesses. So therefore you immediately start off with a stressful situation because you don't know how businesses work. And that's the key thing. Now you just go onto the internet and to be honest with you, there is some nonsense on there. But if you look at enough videos, you get a clear pattern of how a business should work, what successful businesses are, and how to pick a business model. I didn't know anything about that. I remember spending an absolute fortune on doing stationery and uh, um, envelopes and business cards and stuff like that. Oh, so it that's like my website. Yeah, exactly. The same equivalent. But the stress that it gives you, because what you don't realize is that in addition to your household bills that are coming in every month, yeah. if you're dealing with software as a service, those bills are coming in every month. Everything, every, so you've got two sets of headache. It's like one, the left side is the, the home stuff. The right side is the, is the business stuff. 
So you're taking on two levels of pressure. The question is here, how are you surviving it? By learning what I should and shouldn't have done in the beginning. Number okay. one, I learned that, for example, I need to actually, <laughs> I, I'm going to confess that when I started, I didn't have a business plan. My business plan was very simple. I would meet people, I would get their, um, um, their details, I would um, recover their money, I would take my percentage and everything would be wonderful. But I was working on, a dis uh, on an idea of business as a, it was, it, was, it was going to be a volume, a high volume business. But then I realized that most businesses didn't deal with their debt recovery in that way. They wanted to give you maybe one debt or two debt because you were just starting. So it wasn't the same kind of thing. I thought that people would say, here's 20 debts, here's 40 debts, here's 50 debts. And that happened every so often. But then there was that pressure. So in order to combat that pressure, you need to be surrounded by people you trust. Good. Surrounded and I would say by people, people you trust. Very important. That's, yes. I needed to repeat it because that is very important. Uh, well, I talk about this uh, in, in my course as well. The people around you, who are they? What they mean to you? What do you mean to them? It is it is important part of, of our life. Yes, most definitely. And it's really important that if you have a partner, you not business partner, your, your, your life partner, you need to explain to them what it is you're doing. You need to explain to your friends what it is that you're doing mm. so that they can be on the same page as you. Because there's nothing as bad as having a partner that you haven't explained something to. And they're wondering why you can't do this. You're not in a position to do that. Because a business just drains every single thing from you. It takes your time. It takes your energy. It takes your mindset. So your partner, you have to have your, uh, your family, your partner, they have to be on board. Because that is going to be your rock. Because when a good invoice comes in or a good case comes in, and you've got a good client, everything is fantastic. You're living high. But when it goes yeah. wrong, oh my God, you yes, need but in In terms of that, I'm going to tell you a secret. It will be between you and I and all the listeners. <laughs> uh, my son will be eight in a few days from the moment of recording this interview. So I don't know when people are going to listen to it. Anyway, I talked to my son about my business. He's home educated at the moment. Yeah. Well, he was from the beginning uh, of, uh, of his uh, school time. And I teach him about business based on what I'm doing, explaining my successes and failures. Both. Incredible. Including the, well, my findings about, well, you see, son, I failed with this because I've done this and this. And if I did something different or if I did the research on that, it probably wouldn't happen. So he's learning business that, uh, well, he probably uh, won't be able to learn on university doing his MBA, let's say. No. Because they don't talk about this. They give you theory. Correct. And this is what the problem is. As an MBA and all these things are very helpful because they, they're nice qualifications to have. But I see so many people that come to me and they say, oh, Clayton, I can help you, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, you can't. You don't even know what my business is. 
You don't even know because you just don't look at it. You don't do your research. You just assume that you know what my business is. I've had to learn what my business is. I've, it's only in the last few years I've, I've had to go away and relearn business. Because as I said, when I started, I knew nothing. You know, I knew nothing about profit. I knew nothing about revenue. I knew nothing about turnover. I had to learn all of those things and learn that at the end of the day, I had to learn the Pareto rule. And that's yeah. the, a rule that I use all the time, that 20% of your clients give you 80% of your business. And that changed my life because I realized that's, that's what it is. Yeah. I realized a smaller group of people were basically giving me most of the work. Why would I concentrate on the 80% that are not? That's, that's precisely what it is. Uh, but let's go back to the people around us because of you course. said that's, that's very important part and they need to be on the same page. They need to be, well, they need to understand you. And then you actually learn whether they are really your friends or not. That's the one thing. But the other thing is that sometimes they are in trouble as well. They overwhelmed. They need to deal with stress. And uh, talking about your friends, your family, talking well even about, let's say, your employees. Would you recognize that something is going on with them? And while recognizing it, what would you do? What would you, do? what would you recommend to them? This is a good point because sometimes you work with people and especially when you are in a position where you are the boss, you're the MD, you're the CEO, whatever it is. Mm. With that title, there comes a lot of flashy things, but there also comes a responsibility to the people that you work with. And your job is to see when somebody is overwhelmed. Maybe somebody is given a task and they're not in the right frame of mind for them. Maybe that task hasn't been explained properly. Maybe they're experiencing difficulties in their private life, which they may or may not want to talk about because you can't necessarily overstep certain boundaries. But also to say, if there is something that is work-related, what can we do in order to facilitate a better performance from you and, a, and, and a, a, a sense of belonging within that team, mm -hmm. that we are there to support each other, that we are there to work with each other. Also, at the same time, what we would want to talk about is, is a situation where if you know that you are in a position where you have um, 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 staff or colleagues that are being overwhelmed, that you allow them to be able to step back but not necessarily feeling that they're exposed or that their their personal life is being exposed or they're being seen as being weak by not being able to participate in certain things or whatever the case may be. Your job as a leader is to ensure that everybody is in the best position that they can be. And if they can't be in that position, what can you do? Can you get better software? Can you get better computers? Can you get better facilities? Can you get better? What can you do to make your colleagues, your staff, your, 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 your peers, what can you do to make things work better for them, which will ultimately work better for the business? Fantastic. Thank you very much for that answer. That's, uh, that's very important, very insightful. 
and very needed those days, especially with uh, well all the amount of stress that we have because of of the changes, economical situation, and uh, well actually at any time we can just be at our well lowest low because of the personal reasons as well. Of course, unfortunately, the difficulty with personal reasons is or personal situations, I should say, is personal situations have a tendency to drift into the workplace. And so they, they have to be managed and not necessarily managed in a negative sense, but in terms of if you know that the people working for you are under a certain amount of pressure, as an employer, as a, a leader, as a, as a founder, as a CEO, whichever role or title you take on, mm. you have to be there to support your, your, your peers and contemporaries because it's incredibly important. And I think people don't understand this in terms of they want, the, they want to be the big boss. They want to be the, 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 the person that's in charge. They want to be on the front of the magazine. They want to be collecting the awards. But that comes with responsibility. Yes. That's, that's what I wanted to say. It's not a big boss, it's a big star. And it has nothing to do with being a boss because with being a boss, like you just said, it's a res big responsibility. Big responsibility. And, and that's people... important. Exactly. Because your job is whether or not people eat that evening. That you know, because you, you're providing a job. You're providing, your job is to help your staff to achieve the best, best outcome possible because they're relying on you you know when these big companies go go bust when they go broke it devastates people it does it, yes it devastates people because they come to you for a job for uh for employment because they feel that you are going to take the stress of their life away because you're going to give them a regular income etc 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 yeah and the fact is when that gets taken away the stress that, that it brings to them is ultimately stress that it's going to come to you if you are a decent type of person. Definitely. So invest Definitely in, does. Oh, yeah, invest so, in yourself. Invest in those people because the fact is you invest in them, you're investing in yourself and you're investing in the outcome of your company. Exactly. So saying that, well, I have a question that I always ask everyone. Uh, if you had some well let's say young person talking to you and saying Clayton listen I want to be entrepreneur I want to do real business I'm only just starting now give me one golden piece of advice what would you say how how would you encourage this person to go into business but stay sane in this competitive world Manage your reputation and manage your integrity. Fantastic. That is fantastic. Short and straight to the point. Because Thank you for that. You're welcome. Welcome. Because really, if you have a bad reputation and you have no integrity, you cannot take it anywhere. Exactly. You can't take it anywhere. That's manage your reputation, manage your integrity. And once you do that, opportunities will follow. 
it, it doesn't seem so, but they always do. But you have to be in it for the long run. A lot of people, they they want the quick come up. They want the, that quick ascension. But if you can hold your head and be consistent, be reliable, be sincere, be genuine, turn up when you're supposed to turn up, do what you say you're going to do, you will then maintain your reputation and your integrity. Fantastic saying that because uh, well i believe some of uh, the listeners they already like you and uh, like what you're talking about how they can get in touch with you where they can find you online indeed they can the first thing they can find is at our website which is www.prmsltd that's papa romeo mike sierra lima tango delta.co.uk You can also find me on LinkedIn, which is the easiest place to get in contact with me. That's I'm what I did. <laughs> Indeed, which he did, Mihal, you did. Um, you can get in contact with us at, or with me specifically on LinkedIn, which is um, Clayton M. Coke. Um, even if you just type in Clayton Coke, there's only a few of us there. But from the picture that you, um, uh, Mihal is going to put up um, uh, on, in the bio section, you'll be able to pick um, me out from there. Um, also, if you want to, you, if you're any user of Instagram or Twitter, we have the same handle there, which is at PRMSLTD. That's at Papa Romeo Mike Sierra Lima Tango Delta. That's for Twitter and Instagram. And also, lastly, um, you're listening to a wonderful podcast here by Mihal. You can also listen to our own podcast, which is the Cashflow Show podcast. Yeah. Um, which you can just type in anywhere and you'll find um, the, a similar picture to the one you saw of me coming up. But if you want to get to our website for that, that's The Cashflow Show Podcast, which is www.thecashflowshowpodcast, all one word, dot com. Thank Perfect. you very much. And I'm going to include the links in the description anyway. So if, uh, well, if someone wants to come back and check the links, they are below. Excellent. Thank you very much for that. You're very welcome. Thank you for, for sharing your knowledge, your experience in here. We both know how important is that. Uh, I believe our listeners know that too. That's why they are listening to this. Indeed. Uh, well, anyway, thank you for, for your time today. Thank you for, for being here with me and being my special guest uh, on today's show. You're most and welcome. Clayton will definitely be in touch. Uh, Well, and uh, perhaps we'll have a chance to record uh, another chat, uh, another podcast soon. Most definitely. So, um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And uh, once again, thank you for, for being here with me today. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening and see you next week in the next episode.